Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Kofefi. I'm Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by the bad mama jamma, Carrie Smith. Hey, Carrie. Oh, wait, I was muted. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> nice hat. Thanks. This is my standard hat. I know. But I like when you wear a hat. Oh, look at us. We're matching. We're matching Crowder fans today. Oh, that's the other side of my. Oh, uh, yeah. Mug. We, we need to get. We know of... that we need to get some unsafe space merch, everyone. Yeah, so we will. Don't worry, it's in the works. Sort of slowly in the works. Um, yeah, so please follow us at Unsafe Space on Twitter. You can go to unsafespace.com. Also, we started a new um, email address. We wanted to. We've been asking sometimes for like not only feedback but also like tips or things people want us to talk about or things that piss them off or whatever. Um, but we didn't have one clear place to collect all that. So now, instead of asking you to say something on Twitter or in a chat in YouTube or comments, just email speak, S-P-E-A-K, at unsafespace.com. And uh, yeah, tell us, tell us what's what uh, on that email address. So, Carrie, uh, what's up? What do you, what's, what's up today with you? What should we talk about? I've got a few notes, oh. but I got one thing that pissed me off yesterday. But, well, you uh, start. You start. I I can show you what pissed me off. Hold okay. on, let me see. I'm pretty sure that all these things work. No, they don't. There we go. So, um, if you're looking at this picture, <laughs> this guy yesterday. So the uh, it was announced yesterday that the FBI thwarted this plot in Southern California in LA. Um, this terrorist, this terror plot to like kill a bunch of people. And um, here's how the headlines read in just about every media. Authorities thwart widespread terror plot involving U.S. military veteran. Um, and this is how he was portrayed. US, his, uh, the guy's name, I don't even remember his name, Mark Stephen Domingo. He was arrested actually Friday night, but it, for some reason it came out in the news yesterday. Um, so all the, all, the, all the headlines were like this. All the press was like U.S. military veteran, CNN, uh, you know, their little, uh, headline at the bottom, U S you know, U S veteran, uh, army veteran or whatever, military veteran, uh, his plots thwarted or whatever he's caught, right. As a terrorist. And of course, what does that make people think right away? Oh, veteran military, probably kind of right wing guy, another white supremacist kind of guy, because, you know, military is generally a little bit more right-leaning and, and uh, um, associated with that kind of thing more. Right. He was a Muslim. It was planned in, in response to the Christchurch attacks. <laughs> he, was, wow. he was a Muslim terrorist. He was a Muslim terrorist. Now, you just went through a thing yesterday about how we need to, uh, you had a nice little rant about how we, we criticize the right, right-wing crazy people, but we don't criticize the left-wing crazy people as much. And, you know, I, we're the first to call out, you know, white nationalist right-wing terrorism, which is horrible, and we've talked about it several times. This is called Islamic terrorism. That's what this is. This is, it doesn't mean, when we say white nationalist terrorism, it doesn't mean all white people are terrorists. And we say this is Islamic terrorism. It doesn't mean that all Muslims are terrorists. It's just, that's what this is. This is Islamic terrorism. That's what it should have been called. This should be Muslim 
not former like, U.S. military veteran. Is that really that's the most important thing to say about this dude? Is that he was a military veteran? Where else did like where else did he work? What other irrelevant information can you stuff into the headline to mislead us? Um, it's just it really pisses me off because it's so unfair and and like if if the legacy media was fair, they would say when they you know they would call out the white nationalist terrorists. And then when this kind of thing happened, they would call it what it is, which is a Muslim terrorist. Yeah. I think actually, and just to, I mean, I think of, because you were talking about right wing and left wing, I mean, radical Islamic terrorism is pretty right wing. <laughs> like, isn't it? Like, it's pretty, would you call it that? I don't even know where to put it on right or left. So in, this, I don't actually believe the in the right. Protects, well, in this country, the left protects uh, that protects Islam from criticism and protects even radical Islamic terrorism from criticism. So, but yeah, I don't believe in right and left either. I just, I think a lot of things get put in that people that do believe in the right and left thing and thinks that think that's very important. They put a lot of things in right wing that shouldn't even accurately be there or, or sort of a mix of the two. I think that's, I think that's an intentional, um, change of language so like the, as we know they they they're very conscious of language and you know it's weird that the party that wants authoritarianism and big government is can point to nazis and say that's the other side their right wing and it's like i don't know what you want is basically nazism it's just like you've changed the names you shuffled some chairs around but you're asking for authoritarianism <laughs> so um to me the real the only real distinction is do you want like more government? Do you want big government that's got a lot of control and power? Or do you want small government and freedom? That's the political spectrum that matters. And it's the only political spectrum that really matters, which is why I think you're starting to see people who identified as on the right and people who identified as on the left, both kind of coming together here because um, in many ways, because you've got the the people who wanted some freedom on the on the is traditionally liberals who have been abandoned by their party on the left. <laughs> and you've got people who um, want kind of limited government on the right who, and that what used to be the right, who've kind of been abandoned on their side as well. Like the, the Republicans haven't been about smaller government for, I don't know if ever, but at least they haven't even credibly talked about it. Right. So um, there's nothing left for people who are kind of like, Hey, where's the leave us the fuck alone party. Can we go there? <laughs> Like that's, the, <laughs> that's the party that we want. Um, and you know, everyone wants different degrees of it, but, uh, there's that kind of general feeling. So I don't, I don't really like the left or right thing, but it it should, it, it's just a thing to note. Note when the legacy media does this kind of stuff, when they throw up, uh, their little, you know, titles, titles at the bottom of CNN or whatever, N notice the words that they choose and, and what kind of you know, what narrative they're trying to create. And by the way, it worked. I saw people on Twitter calling him a white nationalist terrorist. Um, Cause all they did was read the headline. All they did. And they made assumptions. Yeah. So that right. it's just like with uh, the attacks in um, uh, Sri Lanka, where they selectively and purposefully, in my opinion, left out the word Christian about the victims because they don't want you to think, I mean, I really think it's, they don't want you to think of Christians as victims or maybe it's that stuff that Dorothy Kim wrote about, you know, this plays into the right wing talking points. So don't mention it, you know? Um, yeah, well, I, I think they don't want Christians to feel like they're under attack. And I will say as an atheist, Christians are under attack. Uh, like I'm not playing victim because I'm not a Christian. 
I'm just objectively sitting on the sidelines looking at it. Christians are under attack. Absolutely. Um, and they don't want you to know that you're under attack because you might fight back with words or, you know, I mean, obviously worse would be worse, but like, they don't want you to push back. Mm-hmm. Christians are under attack. The Christian more ways than one. I mean, ide- ideologically too, like within the church. I mean, ideologically. They're yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both. Um, well, speaking of, uh, uh, authoritarianism, I do have something to talk about. Yeah, please. <laughs> but before I go there, you're talking about, um, like th- p- people should pay attention, pay attention when the legacy media leaves out certain words like that, important things that maybe we should know, like that this was an example of this Islamic terrorism. Um, isn't it in the UK where they've they've made it? They stopped reporting on the race, or uh, if a person was was a Muslim, they stopped reporting that in crime reports, and they took it out of the the data as well because the data didn't. Most show- of Europe no longer ha- keeps data on um, religious affiliation or or uh, immigration status and that kind of stuff. Uh, as far you as can't I can't even find it now because the stat because you used to be able to find that data. Right, but you can't. They took it out. They took it out because they didn't like the direction it was going. <laughs> like, oh, this is this is playing into some. There might be a real problem here. Let's obfuscate it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's what they did. It's so, crazy. Um, we can also. Uh, <laughs> this is how social justice ruins everything, Carrie. Um, that that should be. We should write a book, and it should be called "Social Justice Ruins Everything." Um. Oh, that brings me to what I want to talk about. Maybe oh, wait, go ahead. Wait. Well, but I'm showing a swimsuit model now. <laughs> a swimsuit model. Sort of. I don't. I don't know if this counts as a swimsuit model. This is. I mean, I really. I don't even. Does it really? Does it really count? This is uh, Halima Aden, who is a model. Um, I think we can give her the title model uh, accurately. Yeah, she's a she's beautiful and she's a model. Yeah, so she is a model, but I don't think she deserves the title swimsuit model. Although she is now on the cover of Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, but or maybe she's just in it. I'm not sure she's on the cover, but here she is. For those of you watching, I don't know why this picture looks like it's loaded. Oh, I guess it's supposed to be a video. Here she is talking. I won't even. We don't have to play the video, but here's a picture of her. Uh, she's wearing basically a wetsuit and some loose fitting colorful garb and a hijab. So um, there's a couple different photos in that photo shoot, the sports illustrated shoot. And all of them are kind of funny because she's, I'll play, I'll have the video playing with without the sound, but she, so she, um, yeah. Is she, is she good looking? Absolutely. Is she a model? Sure. Is she a swimsuit model? No, because being a swimsuit model involves showing skin. That's the point of being a model. Uh, so now all guys are going to be accused of being Islamophobes because all the guys are going to look at it and go, this doesn't count. Like, where's, where's the cleavage? I don't see leg. <laughs> like, what the I hell? Just... You can't be, look, if, if these are your religious beliefs, that's fine. I think you should be free to have your religious beliefs. And you don't get to be a swimsuit model. This is a failure. Um, but this is how sport, you know, Sports Illustrated is just going to ruin everything. I don't know why they have pictures of her playing with kids now. Uh, um, well, so they, they no longer about some. Well, it's become woke. Yeah, for sure. I'm just thinking of this friend of mine who has collected the swimsuit <laughs> edition. He has like from all the, all the year, uh, like stacks of them. That's his thing. That's his jam. 
And uh, I'm just, I'm just picturing him right now because, you know, those guys who this is the thing they wait for that titillating back before you had such accessible, excuse me, online porn and stuff when it was more of like the swimsuit issue. Yeah, um, no, it was a big deal for me in high school or junior. <laughs> it was a yeah. big deal. And so some guys still have that nostalgia for it. And I just, I just sure. imagined a guy opening to the center phone being like, uh, what? Yeah, but- no, here, look, let's look one more time. <laughs> this is what they're advertising, right? Here's a woman. And it, no, this is not about race. I don't care that she's blonde. Here's a woman. This is her advertisement for sign up now. She's basically naked. She's got some like strings around her neck that go down between her breasts. She's got to cover her nipples up with her hands so that she doesn't uh, uh, <laughs> fall under the category of pornography. You can basically see every, every patch of skin legally possible uh, on this picture. So this is how they lure you in. And then when you buy the swimsuit edition, you get um, in a <laughs> wetsuit. She looks like she's about, she just needs some scuba gear and she's done. She's ready. Yeah. She's ready to go scuba diving. So um, you know what? Uh, this is, there's a war against men. Carrie. False advertising. <laughs> yes, it's false advertising. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there are plenty of also good looking uh, women of similar ethnic origin who would be happy to be a real swimsuit model. Um, I'm sure they could, I'm sure they could find them if they wanted. Yes. So um, yeah, it's all about, uh, it's all about being woke. You're right. So there goes, there goes swimsuit models. I don't know what to say. Let's, about. let's have a moment of silence for your swimsuit models. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's about, that's about you know what, it. It's, you know, it's hard to keep going um, because I can't think of swimsuit model and the word that's staring me in the face on the screen, which is Stacey Abrams. I don't really want those in the same, uh, oh, you know, who Stacey Abrams is, right? I do. Ah. Uh, I don't want to picture Stacey Abrams in a swimsuit. Um, fortunately, she has ruled out being a swimsuit model, as far as I know, and she's ruled out being uh, having another Senate play, but she hasn't ruled out... Running for president? Running for president. So the Democratic field could get even better. So that's... Oh, man. This is going to be an interesting election. I think um, it'll be awesome. I actually, Carrie, I wasn't going to do this uh, in the show, but screw it. We'll, we'll have a, a quick meeting. I think we should do a video, which is um, the woke guide to voting for the presidential candidates. And we can just build an intersectional pyramid and figure out where everyone fits on the intersectional pyramid intersectional pyramid, and be done. Oh, totally. That'd and, be fun. Uh, that yeah. way people don't have to worry about their platform or the debates or anything. We can just figure out where. Yeah. Well, that is how a lot of SJWs vote. Right. Um, okay. So I have something I want to talk about. Good. Thank you. Please. We only have a little bit of time. Um, speaking of authoritarianism, the, this news came out yesterday, or at least I just saw it yesterday, in Canada, this father, uh, the, this family court in British Columbia just ordered that he, that any, any police officer who has reason to suspect that this father has referred to his 14-year-old daughter as she, or by her old name, this is a, his, his daughter has now transitioned and become a boy. So uh, the family court has said that he's not allowed to call her her or to use female pronouns. He's not allowed to use her old name. He's got a gap, what amounts to a gag order. Um, he's not allowed to speak to the media about it at all uh, anymore. He had been speaking about it. And if any 
police officer has reason to suspect that he has done broken any of these uh, orders, that he is to be arrested immediately and brought before the court. And you can wow. go online and read, I mean, you can read about it. You can also read the redacted, uh, the family court, uh, the order or whatever, you know, the document that they've put out where they've redacted some of the names. What's this guy's but, um, name? They're calling him Clark. They're using pseudonyms for all of them. Oh. They're calling him Clark and they're calling his daughter Maxine slash Max, I believe. But just look up Canadian father trans. No, I, I see it yeah. here. Um, so it's, it's, it's actually, this is, this is, um, it gets to, it gets to the very thing that Gad Sad, Jordan Peterson, Megan Murphy, all these different Canadians were talking about, about Bill C-16 and testified about where they said, Hey, and you guys can go back and look at that, that, um, footage when they were having these hearings, they were like, Hey, Bill, Bill C-16 is actually not about what you say it's about. It's about compelling speech. I mean, you're saying that if, if we don't use, if, if people don't use um, the preferred pronouns, that they can essentially be fined and, or they could possibly be jailed if they don't pay a fine. And at the time, all of the SJW activists, trans activists, uh, were saying, that's not what it's about at all. It's not about, no, you can't be, you're silly. We're not going to throw anyone in jail for, it's not going to be illegal. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> this is exactly what they said. lied to get their way. I don't understand. They absolutely lied. And actually one of the activists, there used to be this video who, uh, one of the activists who was all about how it's not about this. As soon as bill C 16 passed, she did a gloating video where she was saying it's illegal. Now it's illegal right after having said, to get it passed. She took that video down, of course, but not before some people ripped it. Oh, she'll put it back up. Um, but yeah, they're just gloating that it was illegal. Yeah. Th th once, once it's been enough time since it's passed and there it's, it's like, uh, it doesn't matter that they lied, you know, now, now this is accepted law, you know? And so I just, thank goodness we don't have, we don't have this in the U S yet because we do have freedom of speech. However, you, you know that the SJW activists here would be happy to codify this into law. And this is part of the reason why they are, they are actively opposing free speech, not just on college campuses, but, you know, I've started to hear people on the left, on my quote side, attacking the second and first amendment in a way that I never thought I would hear, explicitly attacking it or criticizing it or saying this is an outdated document that that uh, we we need to reconsider some of some of these rights um so yeah anyway no it's it's crazy i found there's this i found so jeremiah keenan did this article in the federalist about what you're talking about here um he was guilty of family violence he was found guilty of family violence against his 14 year old daughter on the sole basis that he had engaged in expressions of rejection of her gender identity yeah that's so, that's not violence Court. And by the way, think about this. Yeah, they're, they're doing what SJWs do, which is they're conflating opinions you don't like, or they're equating the words you use with violence, which is BS. Um, they've been doing that for a long time. They, they, want, they want to blur, you know, they want to say violence is speech and speech is violence so that they can actually like use real violence against speech they don't like so that they can use the butt of a gun or like you said, the, the force of the law behind you against opinions and speech that they don't like. But, but so to go back to your point about how the far left, the alt left, the SJW left, 
which I'm going to quit calling it the far left because it's become mainstream in the party now. It's become mainstream in the Democratic Party yeah. and in the media. Um, the SJW left is they are authoritarian in nature. This is a great example of this. This is oppressive. This is all the things they say they're against. This is a this is oppression. This is um, just an, it's an injustice. There's nothing just about this. It's authoritarian. It's got the um, it's it's about it's not even it's even worse than censorship there it's not that they're saying there are words you can't say they're saying you must speak these words that are not true you're not allowed to speak true words in this case you're you're not allowed to have a difference of opinion you must speak these untrue words it's not your choice it's the force of law now yeah i mean i don't know that they um well, you tell me. You were you were a social justice warrior. I don't. Uh, I don't think that they're about. I don't think they. Do you even think that you're about not oppre- not oppressing people? They do. I'll tell you as someone who was I thought in that a- was just a thing you said to draw people oh, in. Carter, Carter. Oh my gosh, we got to get back into deprogrammed. <laughs> like, I mean, how do you possibly think that you're not oppressing people if no. you're at gunpoint forcing them to do things? Because they have so thoroughly redefined things within the belief system and brainwashed people into accepting these new convoluted, what I talked like what they say, mental gymnastics, so that you get people, how do you get people to accept the unacceptable? How do you get people to push the things they're against? How do you get people to push racism and sexism and push authoritarianism and um, to, to push injustice when they claim, when they think they're pushing against all those things, you have to turn everything upside down. This is why they've attempted to redefine racism and sexism. As we've talked about, they try to change the definition so that it, it racism equals prejudice plus power. Sexism equals prejudice plus power. They do that on purpose because they can't Depression get equals people it. oppressing us, but not the other way around. Hmm. Exactly. Well, that's this, this plays into their marginalized groups thing. You can't oppress this father because he's the quote oppressor. They, that's why they put everyone in these groups. So you, for example, Carter, doesn't matter what the state does to you. It doesn't matter. You know, you are a straight white man. You are the oppressor. I'm at the bottom of the, the hierarchy. <laughs> I would never get, this is why Joe Biden won't get elected because uh, no social justice warrior can in good conscience vote for him. He's uh, he's a straight white man. He's a little creepy. That might move him up the lateral they, well they he's kissed the ring and he's apologized a lot you don't apologize to these people either but they're they're you know that's that's why he and beto are the most apologetic and the most um i mean they they're kind of they gross me out the most <laughs> because because they're like groveling you know that kind yeah, of this, a, it, this is weird that that like I'm i'm reading this federalist article not only so not only Carrie, do they, they don't just mention that it's violence. So look, the, the judge said, so the father's statement was her DNA will not change through all these experiments that they do. Like she's a girl, her DNA won't change, right? The judge quoted this as a prime example of Clark's family violence of a public denial of Maxine's gender identity. I, it's, it's surprising to me. I shouldn't be surprising. 
It's not just crazy college kids who think that words are violence. This person is a judge, right? Oh, yeah, and, and that's, that's a great point because they always like to say, they like to um, minimize whenever you talk about this stuff, minimize it and try and belittle your concerns about it. And so what's, there's always been crazy kids on campus. I have a lot of very well-meaning liberal friends who say this, who don't realize how big this is. We're like, oh, it's just a couple kids on camp. No, it's, they are judges. They are lawyers. They are work. They run the media. They run, I mean, they are, it's not just a couple crazy kids on campus. And in Canada in particular, I don't know enough about it, but I do recall reading a lot about, I think, um, what is it? Is it a bar association or there was something in Canada last year where lawyers were having to sign. They were, they were having to sign a document that said it was basically an ideological document that said they would protect the marginalized or what it was something that you should not have to sign to do your job. <laughs> and it's a forced oath that it's not about an oath of office. It's a forced ideological pledge that they were having to make. And that was in Canada. I mean, so this is the thing. This is what, ha I mean, let, we're guilty of this. I mean, and I mean the normies, like the people outside of this crazy. Are we normies? What, I, I, we're probably not normies, but I'm definitely not a normie. <laughs> but I'm just pretending I'm with the normies for a minute. Um, look, we let this go on for decades. People were warning about this decades ago, and this craziness has been in college campuses for quite some time. And what happens is people like Francesca Marzari go to college, and I don't know if she got indoctrinated in college or not, but she does these crazy things in college. And before you know it, it's a, it's a decade later or however long later, and she's a judge implementing this stuff. That's, that's what happens. And that was in, I mean, we've talked about this before. That's the infiltration into institutions was intentional and it, and um, you know, we kind of laughed it off and said, Oh, these people are in college. They're just idiots. But you know, if you don't, if you don't stop them in college, then they leave college with the same ideology. It doubled down because they, you know, find careers with people who are in agreement with them and carry this stuff to fruition. And eventually you've got, a father accused of violence for calling his XX chromosome child a girl. Um, that's where we are right now. She is a girl, um, but, you know, he's accused of violence for saying that and, and not allowed to talk about it. What One of my friends pointed out, it's not oh, even clear. He's not accused of violence. He's convicted of convicted violence. Of I want to be clear. Yeah, convicted. it's not even clear if she, let's say there were a medical emergency. Is he allowed to tell the responding ambulance? Or is he allowed to tell them that this is his, this is a girl? It's kind of important some for some medical things, right? Like, I wonder it, if he's allowed to use the word female, because um, Doctor Wright was was telling me when I talked to him, he was saying that female and male are unequivocally biological terms. So you can get in trouble on Twitter, for example, for saying men aren't women, but you can't get in trouble on Twitter for saying females aren't males or male aren't female. Oh, you can bet they're trying to close that loophole. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can bet. Bet your bottom. How dare you say that? <laughs> um, well, there, there's a, one other thing I wanted to say uh, that ties in with this. And... Oh gosh. Oh yeah. So I watched a clip of this guy, Adam ruins everything he has a TV show called Adam ruins everything. Oh uh, yeah. I've seen it. 
I'm not as familiar with him, but I watched a clip of him on Joe Rogan talking about trans issues. And wow, if you guys want to see how, how the programming breaks down, there's that there's nothing really there to support it. Just watch his interaction with Joe Rogan. Cause Rogan is not even Rogan's like an every, every man, right? Like he's not a scientist. He's, he's no, he's not a professor. He's not a, a scholar in this area, but he, but, but he easily, easily takes this guy to the woodshed. What are they going this guy has nothing to back up his opinion. And it's weird because at one point Rogan says, you know, he, he lists a, a few different facts and then Adam says, well, I disagree about, right. the, about the facts, not the opinion. Yeah. Well, I disagree, but, but those are, those are facts, sir. I can't stand the Adam ruins everything because he has a very, um, he, he comes across as like, I'm going to educate you. Like he comes across as, uh, oh, I have information you were never taught. And like, I'm smart. And I'm giving you the enlightened viewpoint where like, did you know there's some real information here? And like, he comes across as like this, uh, this guy who kind of has done more research and knows more about the topic and he's going to enlighten you, but he's a fucking idiot. And he's all not, of his stuff is, yeah. He's, he's not intelligent. I mean, that's it, obvious. <laughs> yeah. And, and all of his stuff is just propaganda. It's like, Someone wrote some propaganda pieces for him and he goes out and does videos and acts like it's uh, erudite and it's, uh, it's annoying. Well, I wasn't that familiar with him. I mean, I knew who he was just because back when I was working in entertainment, I think it's, um, we had a couple, there was something I was working on. It was being compared to his show and, but I'd never really sat down and watched the whole episode. And so I never, I think, Thankfully, I guess I'd avoided this guy until hearing him in the Joe Rogan interview. And he's just, he says, he also says right a lot in a way that is begging for validation and confirmation of his opinion in that way. I mean, I know I say uh, a lot. I'm trying to get rid of my, uh, sure. no, I say right sometimes, but not, there's a, I get what you're saying. There's a way that you're yeah, doing, right, say, right, right, right. So, I mean, we know that that trans children do better when you put them on hormones at four, right? And so when you move ahead, like, <laughs> we'll say these I'm things. Like, oh, back up. And then put, right? And so I'm like, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's trying to get you to be it's like It's like he's had no one oppose him ever. And so he just, you know, can steamroll his way through uh, with yeah. opinions and, and never get challenged. So. Well, I, I saw... Um, uh, the YouTube channel Revenge of the Sizz, they were kind of breaking it down and making fun of him too. And they pointed out what, what you're pointing out, which is that he seems like one of those guys who's, he's like, I used to be just completely insulated. Like he's in his own little bubble and has no idea that there are people that disagree and people that he probably respects or people or that he likes. that completely disagree. contradict things he's saying. Yeah, or facts. And, and that's what's really funny. He says stuff like, uh, he disregards facts that Joe brings up and just says, I disagree. But then he'll say, well, he kept saying, I haven't, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. And then, and then, but then he would do an appeal to, to authority with someone he views as an expert who agrees with him. But there is this trans activist that I talked to and she wrote a book and uh, you should really, you know, I'm sure that her book, it's basically like her book probably backs up everything I say, but you know, I'm huh. not her, but you know, that's kind of what he said. That's what he keeps bringing up her book, but you know, I'm like, Oh, anyway. Anyway. I'm not a wizard, but J.K. Rowling wrote a book, and I'm sure it's all, yeah. it's all real. <laughs> Let me um, keep citing this person who agrees <laughs> with me. Yeah. 
all right. Well, I th- you know, that's probably enough for today, Carrie. I'd love to keep talking, yeah. but you've got to work. And uh, we've, we've probably gone over our 20 minutes target again. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. Carrie, do you want to say goodbye to people officially? You want to do the official outro? Go ahead. Goodbye. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could sing. I'd sing you that song. Goodbye, people. Uh, what's right. the outro the official outro follow us on unsafe space and if you like the video please share it and tell people about it and like it that helps us the most right now we're trying we're about to break 600 pe- followers right on youtube that's cool so subscribe if you haven't 